Welcome back to Bach Fancy Talk, episode 10. I'm your host, Bach, alongside with a new guest speaker, Brock Berge. Brock Berge, how are we doing today? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem. Brock, before we go, just uh, let the listeners know kind of what your team is and any takes you sort of believe in for fantasy football. All right, so for, uh, for my team, I have Jalen Hurts at my starting quarterback. I'm in a 12-man league. Um, I also have Austin Eckler and Kenneth Walker, running back one, running back two. Receiver one, I have DK Metcalf. And receiver two, I have DeAndre Hopkins. George Kittle at tight end. And flex, I'm between Donta Foreman and Leonard Fournette. And for my defense, I have Bills and kicker, I have Daniel Carlson. That is very nice of you to choose as Leonard Fournette as your flex in a 12-man league. But he's not the running back we're here to talk about. The running back we're here to talk about is the Joe Mixon. It was the Mixon, Mixon, Mixon show this weekend. 55.1 points, which is the most, the second most fancy points ever for a player since 2013. Excellent performance from Joe as he won me two games and he lost me one game. As we are heading into week 10, it is about time to think about the playoffs and making a playoff push. But some quarterbacks you should know that have the easiest playoff schedule is number one, Jimmy Garoppolo, two, Davis Mills, three, Kenny Pickett, four, Marcus Mariota, and five, Zach Wilson. Earlier in these episodes, again, if you have not, I would recommend listening to these earlier episodes on the Bach Fantasy Talk page. Also, if you have not, please follow us on Instagram so you know when all these episodes are coming. I was talking about the top 12 quarterbacks. Again, like I said, we're hitting bye weeks. Some guys have had their bye weeks. Some guys have not. Again, if you're trading for guys, try to trade for guys who have not had, who've had bye week yet earlier in the week we talked about quarterbacks yes again you should look at averages when looking at players now because of their bye weeks but these top 12 quarterbacks are probably not what you think josh allen patrick mahomes joe burrow omar jackson jalen hurts and kyler murray all in order one through six well let's look at the next six quarterbacks geno smith justin fields tua tukavailoa trevor Lawrence, kirk cousins and tom brady those are your bottom six very interesting year for quarterbacks very interesting year from fantasy football and an NFL standpoint. The NFL is not where it used to be. Teams are winning games that you don't expect them to win, and that is a good thing. And certain guys are starting to be on their bye week. I just like to talk about how well Geno Smith has been playing and how his mentality is for um, after throwing that pick six. He did not he did not mess him up mentally. He went on to win the ball game against the Cardinals. Yeah, actually, I got a quote I'll say in a little bit. And what he said when asked about the pick six, next play, after all I've gone through, a thing like that is not going to phase me. Really good quote from Geno Smith. Indianapolis Colts fired their coach and Frank Wright, and then later that day they hired Jeff Saturday. Jeff Saturday last year in his five class 5A of Georgia football went 3-7 and seven as a head coach and 1-4 in region play. What does this mean for the Colts? Well, their offensive line is terrible, so you're bringing in a Hall of Fame offensive line coach, but this guy is not coached at the college or NFL level in any sort of way. This kind of sounds like the Jaguars and Urban Meyer just signing him for no reason, but Urban Meyer already has experience. So what is Jeff Saturday going to bring to the Colts? Well, we don't know. Will Matt Ryan end up being the starter? I believe so. Sam Ellinger got sacked nine times this weekend. Is that his fault? No, but he only put up three points. He's got the weapons. Granted, Jonathan Taylor is out, but where is this team headed? I think they win this week. They go against a very depleted Raiders defense, and they have Jonathan Taylor coming back. Will Jeff Saturday ramp up the O-line? Most likely, but I don't like the signing whatsoever. Usually you let the guys play out for the end of the year, but considering they already fired their offensive coordinator and their head coach, why sign Jeff Saturday? Very interesting call by the Indianapolis Colts. 
Little Wayne tweeted on Twitter, grip to the season. We should have got rid of 12 before the season. 12 meaning Aaron Rodgers. Remind you, Aaron Rodgers has won back-to-back MVPs the past two years. Should we give up on him yet? No. Am I going to? Yes. I think for this year, like fantasy-wise, I think Rodgers is done. Just from that last game against the Lions, whose defense is not very good at all. Uh, throwing three picks and one to a D lineman, which was not good. A very athletic D lineman, though. But again, that's really bad to throw to a D lineman. Also, four downs on the one yard line, you don't get it once. And you got the power back in AJ Dillon, you got Aaron Jones. That team's in trouble. Very interesting stat NFL teams, after playing the Panthers, are 0 9 in the following week. Cincinnati Bengals just play the Panthers, but they head into their bye this weekend. Stop valuing guys where they are picked. We're in week 10. Unfortunately, where you drafted them does not matter anymore. If you got to make a trade, it doesn't matter what round they were picked in. Just go for guys with good value. Teams on bye last week. Browns, Cowboys, Broncos, Giants, Steelers, and 49ers. Teams on bye this week. Baltimore, Cincinnati, New York Jets, and New England Patriots. Personally, I hope that that bye that the the Broncos had gives Russell Wilson the ability, allow him to refresh, and regenerate the uh, the stuff he was doing in Seattle. Give him a little mental break. Yeah, again, like we said earlier in one of these episodes, great call by Seattle's front office to choose Pete Carroll over Russell Wilson and get those valuable picks back. Heading into Thursday Night Football, Texans and Eagles. The Eagles will not go undefeated, and they will not win the Super Bowl. And here's why. Every time you look at undefeated teams, they get all the media glory that, oh, they're going to go undefeated. Oh, they have a chance. Oh, this is awesome. But I feel like it hurts the team more than it helps. Usually losing guys, you know, want it more, want to get back. They learn something when they lose a game. But the Eagles have a very easy schedule moving forward. I don't think they go undefeated. I think they end up losing to the Cowboys. And I think it's a good thing to get a couple losses on your record. Obviously, you want that bye in the first round. But would that really help them? Didn't help the Packers last year. And it didn't. Who, who was the Chiefs? Didn't help the Chiefs much either. No, it was the Titans. Didn't help the Titans. So is the first round bye really a curse in most sports? I think so. Damian Pierce is the only guy you should play on this team for the Texans. They had no receivers, so it's kind of hard to count him out. We'll see what Brandon Cooks, where he goes, what happens to him. A little too much hype on Devontae Smith this week, but I think he'll be better moving forward when they're not up the whole time in these games. I think a problem when fantasy guys play the Texans is that you're always beating the Texans, so you end up running the ball, which means also they have the 32nd ranked run defense. So it's always good to start a fantasy running back there. A.J. Brown is a top 10 wide receiver moving forward. Miles Sanders would have been a good play last week against Houston, but moving forward, I would rely on him more as an RB2 or a flex. Heading into the 1 o'clock games, Chargers and Falcons, it's the Austin Eckler show, per usual, RB1. He would be the quarterback 7 right now, considering he just had his bye week. Very good week from him. Joshua Palmer and Gerald Everett are must-starts with Keenan Allen out, and I don't think he's going to come back for a while his hamstring got even worse during the bye week if he doesn't play after that i don't know if he'll ever play mike williams should be back in a couple weeks from the atlanta falcons side of the ball cp84 is probably the only guy he should be a must start and maybe if you need a bye week filler maybe throw a year in there but kyle pitts could have gone for 30 points this weekend marcus mariota missed a ton of throws kyle pitts also dropped some passes and Drake London fumbled the ball in the red zone. Who's been the guy to rely on in the red zone? Well, it's been Cordell Patterson, but also they've been throwing the ball to Kyle Pitts in the red zone. Drake London go got two red zone targets this weekend, so he's a potential interesting play against Carolina on Thursday night football, even though the weather is supposed to be very bad in that Thursday night football game. 
I know you're the Falcons fan here, but after watching that game, I think the Falcons have to give uh, uh, Desmond Ritter a shot. Because some of those balls that uh, Mariota was throwing were, they could have been a lot better. Like the one to Pitts downfield. I feel like Pitts all could have made a better play on it, but I feel like it could be a better ball. His running ability is amazing. I love watching that, but I just think Desmond Ritter needs a shot. Yeah, Desmond Ritter, considering he had one of the fastest 40 times out of any quarterback this year. Will the Falcons give him a chance? Well, it depends. They're in the playoff race right now. So they probably keep Mariota as the quarterback. Mariota might be a guy to consider on a bye week filler, but I would not consider him this week due to the fact it may be pouring down rain this week on Thursday Night Football in Charlotte, which would make Algier a very good bye week filler. Dolphins and Bears. Dolphins offense is a goldmine. Start everyone and pick up Jeff Wilson, but do not start the running backs right now. I would stay away from Raheem Mostert, and I would stay away from Mike Kosicki. Mike Kosicki is very touchdown dependent. I love Justin Fields moving forward as he's now the quarterback eight, and I love this offense this week against the worst, one of the worst passing defenses in the league, the Detroit Lions. I would start Cole Komet, Tarnell Moody, and Claypool should all be in your lineup this week. Panthers and Bengals. I thought the P.J. Walker show would be over quick, but not this quick. He will be back this week on Thursday Night Football. I would start Foreman and D.J. Moore this week, but I would not expect that much from Foreman considering the passing back, a.k.a. Chubba Hubbard, is coming back for this team. That's really it. I, you could start Ter Terrence Marshall Jr. as a flex as he's one of the waiver wire pickups I have for this week. Joe Mixon, like always, had a great game. You got to love the boy Mixon, 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 Mixon. Tough week for Bengals receivers, though, but they will be totally fine after this week. If Well, actually, they're going to a bye week. After the bye week, if Jamar Chase still plays, I like Tyler Boyd and I like T. Higgins. Packers and Lions, poverty franchise right now in the Green Bay Packers. Start Lazard and Aaron Jones, and that's it. You really can't start Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he's gone above 20 points all year, but it's really tough to give up on this Packers team. But they have a very, very, very tough matchup against the Dallas Cowboys, who are coming off a bye fresh. I guess you can play DeAndre Swift due to the fact he was on a limited roll this week, so I would not give him up on him yet. Among Us will have an excellent game this week, I believe, against the Chicago Bears going into Chicago. That, that secondary is kind of depleted. I expect him to get in the end zone this week. Colts and Patriots. Hopefully Saturday somehow turns it around for the Colts and starts Matt Ryan. Patriots side of the ball. Start Ramondre Stevenson in the defense, and that's really it. Bills and Jets. Josh Allen has a shoulder injury on his UCL, but if he does play, you have to start him because even if his shoulder is hurting him during the game, he can still run the ball. They have a lot of design packages, aka like a Taysom Hill package that you can use for Josh Allen to get him in the game. So yeah, like you said about uh, his UCL being injured, I think I mean the running ability. He had two rushing touchdowns, and one was for about 40 yards ish. So like you can tell he's really fast, but um, I think. Personally, I think James Cook could be a uh, person to start going on because with uh, if he's if they're gonna throw the ball, it's most likely gonna be dump out passes, and that's what James Cook is best known for, as he went to Georgia. Yeah, kind of similar to the Cardinals' offense. Tough for the running backs to get the end zone in this team. I don't think the Buffalo Bills will win the Super Bowl, and here's why: that run defense is that run offense is terrible. And sure, you can get Josh Allen the option. I feel like running the ball helps your team. It opens up the pass. If you sit back there and pass the whole time, it's not going to work. They need to get a running back, and they didn't at the deadline. So I don't think this team ends up winning the Super Bowl due to the fact of their run. Granted, their defense is good. Granted, this is a good team. But with Josh Allen's injury, I was going to say this before the injury, but with Josh Allen's injury, that concerns me even more. I think he should sit out this week 
take their loss against a very talented Minnesota Vikings team. I'm a Bills fan, and uh, my reaction to the Naheem Hines trade was I didn't think it was too like, too good at all because Naheem Hines is more receiving back, and we don't need that. We need a power back or a big guy who can get a lot of yards and can also get short yards if we need it. Yeah. Buffalo Bills, we'll see how they do, though, with the injury against the tough Minnesota Vikings team this week. Start Garrett Wilson and Michael Carter and maybe James Robinson, but right now I like Michael Carter more. Vikings and Commanders. Start Thielen and Hawkinson and Jay Jets against the Bills. Considering if Josh Allen plays, they will be down, so that could be throwing the ball. Kirk Cousins coming into this week was 33, 33rd out of 33 qualified quarterbacks from tight, targeting tight ends. Kirk Cousins this week in the Hawkinson, nine targets for nine catches and 70 yards. Hawkinson has had the longest catch from Vikings tight end all year in the first quarter. Commander's side of the ball, Terry McLaurin, and that's it. Running back room is tough due to Samuel getting some carries. He got one this weekend, but he did break it for a little bit. But I guess start Brian Robinson. I wouldn't start him this week against Philly, though, but I would keep him on your bench for next week as a good flex as they play the Houston Texans. Raiders and Jaguars, Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs, that's it. The hype really died on Josh Jacobs quickly, and no one really talks about that. But I still think he's a viable RB2. I don't really like him in the RB1 territory. If you do, I would try to get an RB1 like that. Travis Etienne shows he is a RB1, but I would start also I would also start Christian Kirk this weekend due to the fact they'll be struggling very much against a raging Chiefs offensive powerhouse team. Um, I think whoever the GM is for the Jags, I think they really saw that like a lot of potential in Travis Etienne after trading uh James Robinson because wow, he has been going off. Yeah, he had that duck feet thing, which if you haven't looked it up, I would look it up. He's explosive, and he's probably one of the most explosive players in the league and one of the most explosive guys I've watched in a while. Heading into the late games, only two late games this week, which was very weird, but Kenneth Walker is starting to become a reliable fantasy running back and turning into an RB1. Both Seahawks receivers should be started, as I've been saying, as they are both healthy and should be able to get into the end zone as they are heading to Germany this week to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I like Lockett more, though, than DK Metcalf due to the fact that Lockett has a higher floor. Off game for DeAndre Hopkins. This is kind of what I expected him coming into this team. Marquise Brown should hopefully be back in two weeks. If not, we'll see how that goes. But I'm not too disappointed in DeAndre Hopkins. James Conner will never get into the end zone unless they're on the in-shard line due to Cliff Kingsbury's play calling and Kyler Murray's ability to run the football. Rams and Buccaneers. Chris Gowins and Mike Evans are still good players even though i think godwin is one of the more consistent players in fantasy brock Berge, i know your love for winning fournette let's hear what you got to say about him uh just watching the last couple of games um he started off really strong he was a top five running back i want to say i know he's at least top seven but ever since week five he's just been in, beginning uh getting t- like less production in the back of running back i don't know his name but he, yeah he is getting a lot more production and uh, I think Fournette's mostly going to be seen as a uh, as a dump off, so that's why I'm going to keep him at my flex. But I think going on, I'm trying to trade him. That's fair. Ram side of the ball, Cooper Cup, end of list. Don't really have to say much. The Super Bowl hangover usually happens for the team that lost the Super Bowl, but this team won the Super Bowl, so why are they in a hangover? Doesn't really make sense to me. Jalen Ramsey caught out the offense after them getting a big stop against the Buccaneers. He was very upset on how the defense would have had to go out again for to get another big stop, and that did not happen. When the offense scores 13 points, it's very hard for a defense, even though that of that caliber, to maintain that 
to maintain that 13-point lead, but we'll see how that goes for the Rams this week. Titans and Chiefs, glad to see why Malik Willis proved he was not a first-round pick. I've been saying this for a while. He's not a first-round pick. His quarterback class is terrible. That's why Desmond Ritter and Kenny Pickett were picked in front of him. Granted, Kenny Pickett has not had too much help from that offensive line. That's not, that's some, that's not, you can't blame that on the rookie quarterback. He shouldn't be starting Mitch Trubitz. He should be starting that team. Derrick Henry, end of the list. Don't start any Titans receiver at all. Stay away from all Titans players besides Derrick Henry. Juju Smith Schuster, Travis Kelsey, Mahomes are all viable options. And Miko Hardman could be a very solid flex. And Kadarius Tony should be rostered, but not started right now moving forward. Ravens and Saints. Kamara can't get the ball, and they're getting whooped from that Ravens team. Now, when they're getting whooped, they, he can't get the ball. It's tough. It's tough to give him the ball. I thought he would get on more checkdowns, didn't have his best game. But again, you get a 40-point game. I don't expect too much from the next week. Lave and Kamara are the only guys to start on the same side of the ball. Jarvis Landry is a guy to consider picking up as he's coming back from an ankle injury. Start the running back who starts on this team for the Baltimore Ravens and pick up Kenyon Drake and Gus Edwards. Start whoever is the starting running back. And start whoever plays at tight end. And obviously, play Lamar Action Jackson. Defenses heading into this week. Bears versus the Lions. Broncos versus the Titans. Titans versus the Broncos. Giants versus the Texans. Saints versus the Steelers. Cowboys versus the Packers. Eagles versus the Commanders. Rams versus the Cardinals. Raiders versus the Colts and Bills versus the Vikings. Per usual, always start the Bills. It does not matter what defense they play. Waiver wire pickups this week. Jeff Wilson of the Dolphins, Gus Edwards of the Ravens, Isaac Pacheco of the Chiefs, Justin Fields of the Bears, Daniel Jones of the Giants, Darvis Landry of the Saints, Donovan Peoples-Jones from the Browns, Terrence Marshall from the Panthers, Greg Doltich from the Broncos, and Cade Auden from the Bucks. Thank you to Rush Williams for our, again, another segment of Week 10 Pick Sheet. Thursday night football, Falcons and Panthers. I got the Dirty Birds. I'm gonna go with the Dirty Birds too. Excellent pick. Sunday, November, oh, Sunday, November games. Germany, Munich, Seattle versus Tampa Bay. I will go for Seattle. I'm going for Seattle as well. I think Gino's just playing out of his mind right now. Minnesota and Buffalo. I will take Minnesota even if Josh Allen plays. I gotta go with my team. I gotta go with Buffalo. Detroit and Chicago. I am taking Chicago at home in this one. Uh, I'm going to go with Detroit. I think they're going to pull it off. Interesting. Denver and Tennessee. I will take the Denver Broncos in this one. Coming off a bye with a very solid run defense against Derrick Henry. I think I'm going to have to go with Tennessee. I think that Derrick Henry, without the Denver, without Bradley Chubb, I think uh, I think Derrick Henry's going to have a good day. Jacksonville at Kansas City. I will take the Chiefs in this one. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Chiefs as well. Cleveland and Miami. I will take Cleveland in this one. I'm going to go with Miami. I think Tyreek Hill is too good, and I don't think any DB can cover him. We'll see how that goes with Cleveland coming off a bye. Houston at New York Giants. I will take the Giants in this one. I'm going to go with the Giants as well. New Orleans and Pittsburgh. I will take New Orleans. Uh, I'm going to go with New Orleans. Indy and Vegas. I will take Indianapolis, which is one of the biggest upsets of the week in Jeff Saturday's first game coaching. I, I got to go with Las Vegas. I think uh, Devont- Devontae Adams and Derek Carr connection is getting a lot stronger. Dallas and Green Bay, I'll take Dallas in this one. I'll take Dallas as well. Arizona and the LA Rams, I'll take the LA Rams, the owner of the Arizona Cardinals. I'm going to go with Arizona. 
LA Chargers and San Francisco. I will take San Francisco 49ers coming off a bye on Sunday Night Football. I'm going to go with the LA Chargers. I think Eckler is just going to have another really good game. We will mention a point about Eckler in a little bit. Monday Night Football, Washington and Philadelphia. I will take Philadelphia. Some things as we get really late into the year, middle of November, you should start looking at the weather. If guys are playing in outdoor stadiums, I would recommend looking at the weather and see what it will be like before that game. Another thing, Austin Eckler plays the number one ranked rushing team, the lowest amount of team that against running backs this weekend. Devontae Adams plays Indianapolis, which allows the second most fancy points to wide receivers. That does not mean anything. If you got studs like that, you got to start them. Flex option, consider it. Start him and forget it. Set it and forget it. Great week for fantasy. Thank you, Brock Brady, for coming on. If you have listened this far, I thank you for listening. Again, if you have not, please drop a follow on our Instagram at Bach Fantasy Talk. Thank you, Brock Brady. Thank you for having me. And we will see you next time.